0: The broadcast you're about to hear was made possible because somewhere, a radio friend made the choice to give. You too can become a radio friend to someone in need of an encouraging word right now. Just visit walkwiththeking.org and click the donate button. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? You doing all right today? Well, I'm glad to be back with you. What a joy it is to open God's Word and just to share some of these thoughts that come to my own heart as I think and pray about it. I always begin these broadcasts before I go on the air by asking God that His wisdom and love and His power and all of the precious insights that the Holy Spirit of God can bring, that all of this, wrapped up in a package of God's love, might come to you, dear friend. We're looking at Romans 14.1, Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. Now, what does it mean really to receive a person? We've talked about what it means to be weak in the faith and how you can strengthen people. But what does it mean really to receive them? Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye. And it's a Greek verb, proslambana, which means reach out and bring him to you. You want to think about that with me for a moment? Well, I think it has to start with noticing people. Our Lord Jesus was an expert at that. It says in one place, When the Lord saw him and knew that he'd been now a long time in that case, he said, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee, and so on. Our Lord noticed people. There were some folk crying Outside the town, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on us. People around said, oh, be still, be still. But Jesus stopped, listened to them, and said, bring him over here. Outside of the little town of Nain, N-A-I-N it is spelled, there was a funeral procession, a sort of thing that happened every day. But the Lord Jesus saw that this was a widowed lady, and now this was her only son being buried. And he stopped the procession and brought life back to the young man. He noticed people with needs. Do you, Have you developed that quality? This is something that is not natural to many of us, but it can be developed. You can go through a whole day just looking for people to help, looking for people to encourage, and looking for people who may have a need which you can help to fill. Notice people. The fact is, we go through life blind to the to the uh, conditions of most of the people around us. Isn't that true? And where there is a, a possibility of involvement, we, we go right on, oftentimes. I was a passenger in a car one Sunday night in a city in the Midwest, going to a late service. The man who was driving the car was uh, a friend of mine and... We were on our way to this late service. It was, I suppose, maybe 10 or 10.30 in the evening, Sunday night. We came to, a, to an intersection and stopped. Just at that moment, someone ran through the red light at a high rate of speed and crashed into another car, traveling at an equally high rate of speed. And cars and glass and debris and bodies were tossed about the intersection. The wail of someone who was in pain split the night air. And to my amazement, the man who was driving the car stepped on the gas and said, Let's get out of here. We don't want to get involved. Well, I was a passenger, and I couldn't do a great deal about it at that point, except to tell him that I didn't agree with his point of view. Let's get out of here. We don't want to get involved. This is the natural human reaction to other people's miseries woes and heartaches don't get involved why well because when you notice someone and get involved with him or her you become vulnerable to the kind of hurt that they have so i think the first step if you're going to 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 obey this command in romans 14:1 is to be willing to notice people stop and become involved with their Situation. Dr. Clyde Narrimore said in my hearing years ago something that has stuck in my memory and I've used it many times. He said it's the second question that proves whether or not you care. You pass someone in the hallway and you say, how are you, Susie? And she says, not so good, and you say, oh, I'm sorry, and you go on. Does that prove you care? No, it doesn't. But, says Dr. Narrimore, if you stop and turn on your heel and say, oh, I'm sorry, what seems to be the trouble? then you have proved that you care and Susie can open her heart to you and say that, tell you that her father pushed her mother down the cellar stairs and broke her hip and she's in the hospital and they're worried sick about her and so on. It's the second question that says whether or not you care. It's the second thank you. I said this to you a few days ago. The second thank you that proves whether or not you're really grateful. Someone wrote me a letter and said I did that very thing. I thanked somebody for a, a, a photo album that they had given me. I'm going to use it for pictures of my grandchild. Well, bless your heart, Grandma. Go ahead and enjoy it, and, and I'm sure that when you gave that second thank you, the person who uh, who uh, had given you the album in the first place was delighted. Right? So, to to become involved means to ask the second question. What seems to be the trouble? It means to look beyond the polite facade of how are you and pleased to meet you and I'm sorry you don't feel well, goodbye. What else does it mean? Well now we're talking about people who are weak in the faith and that means then that you're going to have to set aside it seems to me set aside the natural tendency to to look down upon people who are not as advanced as you in the Christian faith. Every one of us needs to be reminded constantly that there but for the grace of God go I. You know, it is not to our credit that we have gotten anywhere with the Lord because it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure and the faithful Holy Spirit has been working in your heart to bring you to the place where you now are. So it's not to our credit that we are anything. By the grace of God, said Paul, by the grace of God I am what I am. And we need to set aside that inevitable human tendency to look down on someone who is not as far advanced in matters of the faith as we seem to be. Accept the person, notice him, and let him know that you realize that he's a person of value. Now the way that you let a person think he's valuable, or use the word know instead of think, The way that you let a person know that you think he's valuable is by paying attention to him. Develop the art of listening. Listening means put out of sight and out of your hand anything you've been doing before. Don't be a a paper clip twister or a paper shuffler or a fidgeter or whatever it may be. Put out of sight and out of mind what you've been doing before. Look at the person who's talking. Pay attention. Ask questions that will help to enlighten the situation if you don't quite understand. Play it back to him or her in your own words. This is part of the technique of counseling. You listen, you ask questions, and you you play back to the person what he has been saying, but you do it in your own words you accept him as a person of value and as a person who has some rights and some dignity on his own. A friend of mine who is a minister uh, was uh, given a a rather strange task by a local judge in the town where he had a pastorate. The local judge had a young man come before him who was accused of some crime or other, and he sentenced that young man to spend uh, a number of weeks in counseling with this minister. In other words, as part of his sentence, and to avoid going to jail, he had to show up in the minister's office uh, once every so often for a counseling session. That was his sentence. Well, my friend said when this boy arrived, you could see that he was mad, he was was, uh, defiant, he was hostile, and he just sat there, uh, scrunched down in the chair with his feet stuck out in front of him, in uh, in a disrespectful attitude and hostility in his eyes as if to say i just dare you to do or say anything that'll make any difference and so my friend said to him he said well he said uh i guess you and i are going to have to have some sessions together because judge uh, so-and-so has uh, made this part of your sentence hasn't he and the boy grunted said yes and so my friend said you know i can tell that you don't like the idea very much and I have to tell you, if I were in your place, I wouldn't like it either. And at that point, he said, the boy sat up, brightened up, and there began a conversation that made some sense. Because here he had been recognized as being a person of some value and that his feelings, the way he felt, actually had some justification to them. People longed to have somebody agree with them. Had you ever thought of the fact that the reason we talk about the weather is that we can get agreement? Nice day, isn't it? Yes. Well, we agree. Hot day, isn't it? Yes, very warm. See, we find people that, uh, that with whom we can agree on something. The human heart just longs for somebody to recognize that, that, it, that it is correct in something. Now, if you realize that, you're going to look for a way to find a basis for some kind of recognition and agreement with this person. You're going to find a, a way to, to compliment, sincerely compliment something about them. If you're going really to receive them in the sense that we have here in Romans 14.1, take them into your own heart, you're going to find a way to compliment them on something. You're going to re. re recognize that they are authentic human beings with their own set of feelings and hopes and hurts and dreams and you're going in the process to let them know that you think they're worthwhile we need to notice the points of difference as well and respect them don't try to change people respect them as they are and let the Holy Spirit of God work in their lives we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed You don't do the changing, God does the changing, when you get into the Word of God. So get your friend into the Word of God as fast as you can, but in the meantime, let him know that you respect him, even the differences that are between you. Listen carefully, respect the person, show him your love, show him that you accept him as he is, and then get him into God's Word so the Holy Spirit of God can change him. Good idea? Well, it does work. Anything I tell you, I've been there. Don't bother lecturing people or arguing with them. Get them in touch with God's Word and love them. And the Holy Spirit of God is going to do the rest. Dear Father, today help us to receive people, love them, and help to open the way for the Holy Spirit to change them. In Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.